episode 88. Hello, cherubs. How are you? I hope this finds you very well. Thanks so much for putting us in your ears. Really excited about the fodder that we're feeding the loads this week because... It comes in the form of The Cool Graduate, founded by Elizabeth. This website aims to get in early with this like whole idea of pursuing what you love, which obviously makes us massively excited. Passion Pod's whole aim is to try and encourage people to do what they love, so very much right up our street. Uh, Elizabeth and I talk about this. Sometimes the 20s are definitely the time to figure things out, try different bits and pieces, but imagine what it'd be like just to show you the options when you're coming out of uni, when you're coming out of school, of the different alternatives. Oh, just made me very excited. Anyway, Elizabeth. You're listening to Passion Pods 88 with Elizabeth from The Cool Graduate. Okay, Elizabeth, Cool Graduate, start me off. If I've landed from another planet, what is it? Okay, so The Cool Graduate is a platform of inspiration for students and graduates to basically get ideas and lots of links, lots of interviews with other inspirational graduates, and uh, we just want graduates to feel really positive about their futures because it can be really daunting and really overwhelming and there are so many, so many pressures on graduates these days to succeed, in inverted commas, and nobody really knows what that means. Does that mean getting a 24 grand you know, a year graduate salary with some corporate? Or does that mean, you know, following your dreams and doing something something you love? And for me, that's what it's all about. It's not about selling out just because you need to pay the bills at the end of the month. It's also about, you know, believing in what you're doing and doing it for the right reasons. So, And there's no surprises that I am really excited by this because <laughs> this is so up our street, it's not even funny. And I love the idea of it alongside these other graduate schemes. It's not saying, right, go off and just volunteer. Yeah. It's includes that but it's also go and work in a safari lodge yeah. go and work in a school yeah these are paid jobs yeah exactly i had a gap here before i went to university and i just sound like the cliche it totally changed my life but it really did and for me traveling has just been so important and i just feel like that can only be a positive thing for graduates to do these days and if you've never had the opportunity to do it before you've always been in this structure and this educational system you've always had structured holidays and then you just get to the end of uni and it's just this massive hole of nothing and you're like what am I going to do now and it's for me it's one of the most perfect times to to travel I think you can travel at any time but it is about traveling but it's also to say you know you don't just have to go and get drunk on a beach in Thailand it's also there's a place there's, for that, there's, there's a place for that. <laughs> if you want to do that that's fine I'm not judging you but I'm just saying that there's so many other professional op- opportunities out there and I think we just get so overwhelmed by the kind of corporate blinkered thing and that seems like the only option when you're in final year and it's hard to find other information so I set up thecoolgraduate.com to be an alternative really and I've, my background is in international development and I've done a lot of volunteering abroad and I was going to ask you yeah. how, whether this was something that you've been sort of studying all the way along it's always interesting how people end up in these you know pursuing these adventures yeah so I um I basically went to my careers advisor when I was in final year and said I'm interested in working for the charity sector I've got quite a lot of experience I founded an NGO when I was at uni oh, and, amazing what was that um called Mwenya Uganda so Mwenya means smile in uh, in Uganda and we work in healthcare projects and improving livelihoods in central Uganda so you I, did that at uni yes yeah, so cash I did that. <laughs> nice I did that like during my was started during my second year I mean the story kind of goes back further than that because when I was on my gap year I volunteered in Madagascar for three months and it really did completely 
changed my whole life. Just because you hadn't done anything like that before? Why, why do you think that yeah. was so specific? It's hard to pinpoint these yeah, things. Yeah, it is but... hard. I mean, I think I hadn't done anything like that before at all. It was just such... I was 19. My upbringing was absolutely wonderful. But we, you know, had a family holidays to France and it was all, you know, really, really great. But I never really came across any difficulty, which was for me, growing up was brilliant. But I think when you volunteer, you just have this thing that smacks you in the face and you think, whoa, you know, there's a whole world out here that I never knew about. Or you'd seen on the TV, but, you know, actually kind of living it is is a different thing. And not that I'm saying I was living in, (laughs) in these situations, but... Um, no, I completely understand. You're being yeah. part of it. You're very much like you literally. You feel really scared about sounding such, such like such a cliche when I, when I say these you're, things. You're in dangerous ground with your topic. <laughs> it's as like well. gap yard. Dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I always like to take the piss out of myself because I just think sometimes that you have to because I do live up to a lot of the cliches, but I'm trying to create something positive out of all of that. You know, we cringe with these cliches, but there's a reason why they're cliche. And actually, I really believe, yeah, you know, come on, they're serious, like, ladle on the fromage. But (laughs) it is, actually, there's reasons behind it because these things, there is truth in them. Yeah, and I think... there really is. My my gap here in Madagascar did have an enormous effect on me and make me want to change things and have a positive impact in whatever way that I could. So I, I was involved in this whole NGO project during university. So I had a lot, you know, relatively quite a lot of experience and I went to my careers yeah, advisor. Yeah, let's go back to Sorry. The, No, no, that's good. We're back, we're back there. Careers <laughs> um, advisor. So I went to my careers advisor and in final year and said, that, you know, I would really like to work in the charity sector. My degree was in international development with French. And they basically said, yeah, we can't really help you with that. You have to kind of do your own research. And I was just like, what is this? This is crazy. You know? This is amazing because <laughs> this is exactly what I had when I went to school and went to the careers advisor. I want to read drama. Oh, you won't get into that. Exactly. Right, okay. Thanks so much. But there's so really many inspiring. people like you and there's so many people out there that I, when I tell this story, they're like, that happened to me too. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, the for me, careers advice is just about 50 years in the past and it's so so powerful yeah those people are yeah. in such positions of real inspiration and you know maybe it's to be fair maybe it's the lack of support that they're getting I don't know but it is criminal it is yeah. absolutely yeah. criminal and I think also I mean I'm quite a there's some part of me that's quite a strong person I think and but I think if if you're not really sure what you want to do and you kind of are very easily swayed or you know you haven't found really your passion yet Somebody tells you at 14 years old, go work in PR. You think, okay, right, you know, I really like veterinary science and I really like animals. I, somebody told me I need to work in PR, so I'm going to go follow that path and not do biology at A-level. And, and it changes everything. And I'm just like, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> so, um, so you ignored everything they said. I ignored everything they Good. said. Well, they told me to go away and do my own research, and I did, so that's what happened. <laughs> so actually, <laughs> so, cheers, guys. Yeah. Um, um, okay, and then off the back of that... Yeah, so immediately after university, I went to teach English in Reunion Island, which is an island which is just next to Mauritius in the... French-speaking, I remember yeah. it from my French textbooks at school. Oh, great. That's about the only thing I know about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, brilliant. So um, I taught English there as an English language um, assistant through the British Council, which was brilliant. You only work 12 hours a week. For the work you're doing, you're ridiculously well paid. Gave me the time to kind of sit, you know, and work out what, what I wanted to do. Gave me on the time a beach. To <laughs> on a beach. Or in the mountains. There's loads of hiking. It was amazing. Wow. And, um, and then from there, I made another move that took me to Mayotte Island, which has only recently become uh, a Department of France in 2011. Where's that name? So that is between Madagascar and Mozambique. This is great. This is like serious <laughs> geography lesson for me here. Um, but I mean, I did some geography at uni. I'd never heard of this place. So that's Amazing. Fine. I was working in communications for a charity there. And that finished last August. And um, 
I came back to Europe in September last year. Went on a holiday with all my family to uh, to France. And it's really, we have really kind of good vibes in the family because my dad has had his own business as a photographer, Michael Bailey. He's one of the leading automotive photographers in, in England. And so, wow, so you've yeah, had so some inspiration. So I've kind of grown up with yeah. like just the entrepreneurial life, basically. You know, my dad was never paid if he wasn't working. You know, the, when we went on holiday, his phone was by the pool. And if the phone rang, then he had work. I was not brought up with people having holiday pay and this kind of life. So I think that's probably why I'm I'm doing these kind of things. My dad wanted to be a photographer when he was 11 and he decided that and that was that. And so God, he, so he did everything that he did. <laughs> And alongside all that, my mum was a nurse. And so we've had the kind of... Like, oh my God. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, like past the bucket. This yeah, isn't a so, real life. You know, I've had, the, I've had the kind of bit of both really and it's been really interesting. And I think... Awesome um, combo. Yeah. And they've been really supportive. So when we were in France going back to this holiday, we... We're all sitting around and I was sitting around with my cousins and, and my brother and we're all about the same age and we've all recently graduated and one of my cousins is on a very well-known graduate scheme and the, my brother and my other cousin are just, they were just feeling a bit lost and then, you know, we were having these big chats about where we're going, what we're doing, you know, do we have to decide what we want to do with the rest of our lives right now or, you know. How does it work? How does it work, basically. And if we didn't have that family support there, there's nothing, basically. And I... All I felt when I went through university was, oh my God, you've got to succeed. You've got to somehow make it because we've paid so much for this degree and, you know, we're in enormous amounts of debt. You've got to make it worth it. Right, okay, so now all the options are just these enormous corporate graduate schemes that are kind of, you're brainwashed really. Like throughout my university, you would see the the kind of big balloons and the banners and all the publicity and the free pens that, you know, all these corporates would give out. And that was it. You know, only one in 10 graduates end up on a graduate scheme and that's including the graduate schemes that may be less corporate so you know 90% of people who are not doing this going down this route and 90% of people are apparently feeling a bit lost <laughs> so, so you've got a good starting base there <laughs> I'm hoping you know there's a market for my, <laughs> my product but yeah so the, I mean that's kind of the story of how where so it did it come off from. the back of that holiday then off yeah, the back of that literally. you just thought right we're going to set this up yeah yeah so I got back to England and I remember my cousin's like my best friend and that night when I got back I remember her saying to me she was like I'm just gonna leave you to just write down all this stuff because I was just like buzzing and I was like this has got to work you know I've got to make this you always got to get it out yeah I've just got to write it all down and get the ideas written so that it doesn't just you know disappear I have quite a lot of ideas that come to me and some of them disappear and some of them stick and this one's stuck and and that was that and so and then so that was sort of late or early autumn last year yeah take us through how you've got to now Where, so what, how's um, it sort of grown from there I was still living in my so I went back to my yacht. This is just a holiday back in England and France. So I went back to my yacht and I was actually signed up to a training program for some humanitarian work. So I was doing that part time. And I've made a couple of websites before I was blogging about my travels and stuff previously, but nothing ever, you know, it's just these free jobbies that have got templates and everything. So I started there basically, and that's how I, you know, that's how I knew how to do it. So I thought I'd start there. And through social media and Twitter and Facebook and everything, I've just been reaching out to so many people and so many people have been coming to me which I've been you know so soon relatively I launched the website in December and yeah so we're now just in April and I've had messages from kind of graduates from um recruiters from employers from kind of graduate schemes that are more in the charity sector to startups to loads of people got in contact with me saying I think this is great I had the same problem when I was younger I would have loved this website to have given me a, a bit of a boost so yeah I've just been you know going with it basically and uh, in all of that I'm I've kind of found myself a job for me so I'm doing this all at the moment kind of off my own back and we're going to see where it goes 
Um, yeah, because I was going to ask you about that. Obviously, with all these things, it's like how you make this work financially. So yeah. is that where it sits at the moment? This is yeah. a, a labour of love for now, and yeah. you're making your living still from the stuff that you're doing within the jobs yeah, that basically. you're kind of advocating. So I, I would like to be the kind of image of what I'm promoting. Yeah, it makes sense. So, Practice yeah. what you preach. Yeah, so I mean, I it maybe eventually it might become big enough that it becomes, you know, I have to take it on full time. But at the moment, I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to keep it kind of on the side and pursue my my career aspirations as well so uh, well, it all ties in doesn't it, it yeah it's complete sense yeah so i'm uh, moving to malawi in about three weeks as you do <laughs> i mean seriously um what and, a uh, life yeah so i'm gonna, gonna be managing a the responsible safari company out there and uh kind of educational travel and getting lots of pupils and students from the uk out to malawi to experience basically what i did when i was 19 so i'm really excited oh about wow that. so i'm i it does all really tie in and that's the thing that's been so great with this project and i think why i've you know i've basically been working on it full time since december and um it's just for me as a personally all the projects of my kind of bits of my life are all coming together and, uh, it's a nice little umbrella. And I'm kind of, yeah, it's an, it's an umbrella. And I think also the cool graduate is also about, it's not just saying do what I'm doing or, you know, go and do volunteering or go and work abroad. Because I know that's not for a lot of people, but it's just about saying these are your options. You know, there's probably millions more options out there. If you've got any more contacts and you know more people or you know other employers, get in touch. I really want graduates and recruiters and students to be coming to me and say, this is great, I know this website, put it on here. And I really want it to be like a, a community kind of project. It's like a one-stop shop for it. Yeah. And these are the options that you might not have thought about. Chuck these into the mix as well. Exactly. And I think I'm also working on another part of the website, which is going to be for further education. So at the moment, I've got a job section, a kind of professional-based section, and a travel sections where there's volunteering and if you want to travel and you want to maybe help out an NGO along the way if you can take some stuff out there's like a doing good on the road section as well and an inspiration station which has got interviews with inspirational graduates inspirational links and inspirational videos so even if you you know you just feeling it a bit low you know you want a five minute pick me up you can go on that section of the website watch Tim Minchin joking about graduate he did a graduate speech it's amazing and, yeah, which is so isn't it good. amazing yeah, so, it's a bit yeah. of a tearjerker almost yeah, I'm yeah. like oh Oh, yes, mate. Um, tell me what's been challenging. I am questioning the norm, I guess, with this project. Generally, I've had such good feedback from everyone, but sometimes when I, I'm telling people what I'm doing, they're in the corporate thing. And for them, they've done really well because obviously there's thousands of people that apply for these graduate schemes. And once you get that position, it's very difficult to turn it down because you've been through this massive application process. I mean, we're, we're confused as graduates. We don't really know where we're going. We've been in this kind of... We're confused as adults, darling. <laughs> yeah, it's just the bloody graduates. <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, talking to 32-year-olds, still be very confused at 30. Um, what's been really interesting for me has is that there's websites popping up all the time these days helping corporates maybe 5, 10, 15 years down the line escape these corporate careers. I got my job in Malawi through a website called Escape the City, which is just amazing. And I love them. Yeah, <laughs> they, big fans. Yeah. And they're helping and coaching these corporates actually leave. And they published a list the other day of the top 10 companies that people are escaping from. And I, honest to God, hallow my heart, you can just confuse it with the Times top 100 graduate employers. But what, what if we kind of harness that before and can get graduates on the right path that's more suited to them from right from the beginning now? But I think as well it's that thing of trying stuff out. 
Yeah. Like, try it out. Have yeah. a go. You might do that. You might do that for a bit. You know, I think we get so set on this thing of this is what I will do and I'll do it. The great thing about now, which is also what makes it so much more confusing, is that we can just give anything exactly. a bash. You know, yeah. you've just been a web developer, yeah. really, by yeah. setting... Do you know what I mean? Like, all these things are so much more accessible. The, it's funny you should say that as well, because I've been working with this guy called Nick from uh, a company called Foresight Careers, and he's basically doing the careers advice that I wish I had when I was at school. Sounds great. Yeah, and he's... So he's encouraging people to travel, and he one of his lines says that he thinks the first five years after graduating should just be, like, freshers times five for you to just go out great. and test stuff, do six months working for that company, Company. And you can make and stuff work. You yeah. know, I've, I've worked in all sorts of just so boring jobs. <laughs> exactly. Because I really want to give stuff a bash. Like, fair enough. We all have to make our living. It's different for everyone. But I just find it so frustrating when people there's an ex, always an excuse. I really and I do it myself. Yeah. Oh my God, hands up. I just feel like this stuff is so attainable. Like, yeah. To be able to make a choice about your career, you you need time and you need to know who you are and what you want and what kind of lifestyle you want to live and where you want to live and. If you mess it up for the first five years, big deal. Like the messing you can sort up as well, it out, and the messing know. up can take you to some amazing places to see some fun things, to meet some crazy people. And it's basically really harnessing really who you are yeah. and putting that into what yeah, you do. Yeah, because I think that's that's so important, and I think we're all gonna, you know, none of us make it out of here alive. <laughs> and do we want to look back and say, you know, I felt pressured to do this by my parents or by friends, or everybody was doing this, so I decided to do that as well. No. I love it. I mean, you speak in the same language, my darling. Um, what advice do you wish you'd been given? I think some careers advice kind of half-heartedly tells you, do something you really enjoy. Do they really believe it? I don't, don't really know. And also, and do I, they give you the support for it? Yeah, exactly. And I think when I graduated, I applied for a couple of charity jobs in London, didn't even get an interview, and was just like, sod this, I'm going abroad. And I think if somebody had told me you know, it's just a year, it's just two years, go and have a great time, you know, learn more about genuinely what you want to do. You know, when I finished my gap year, I was just like, I could hardly stand being in England. I just wanted to be in Africa all the time and all the kind of consumption and just loads of crap basically around you all the time. And the student culture was difficult and everyone was going out drinking all the time. And I think I was 20 and I had taken a gap year and I was old for my year anyway. And there was kind of boys that just turned 18 who were just like, way, let's go out on the lash. And I think kind of... to weep into you. <laughs> <laughs> Lad culture and all that. Oh, it's think... another whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Love you boys, but seriously. <laughs> um, and I think if somebody had kind of said, university doesn't have to be the best time of your life. Don't worry if it's not the best time of your life. That's not a big deal. And post-university can be even better. And it doesn't have to be that you spend this three years university having a way of a time because you don't have any responsibility and and you can go out and have loads of fun and then you have to knuckle down and get a proper job you know what is a proper job what is a real job it's just it's just rubbish and I think there was a point where I was thinking I'm gonna maybe travel for a year or two and then I'll have to come back and and get myself a proper job but I've carved myself a proper job a, a career for myself and I'm learning loads professionally. I now speak fluent French. And that's one of the massive advantages of going abroad. You know, my brother at the moment is working in a job that he's not really enjoying that much. And does a three hour commute every day because he can't afford the rent in London. And, you know, he gets home in the winter and it's dark when he gets back. And if he, if he was doing that, the equivalent of that job in, I don't know, South America or, you know, India or Australia or whatever, you have a whole personal journey at the same time as having that professional experience which is just 
awesome. I remember when I was teaching English, I knew that teaching wasn't for me in the long term, but I, I really enjoyed it and it was it was really good. But sometimes I'd be teaching classes of 15, 17 year old boys and they just, they'd be like, oh, you know, white girl, blonde hair, blue eyes rocks up in, in Reunion Island. Hey, this is going to be a fun lesson. And they would drive me absolutely mental. And I, at the end of the day, I could go and sit at the end of a jetty watching the massive waves crash over the Indian Ocean, watching the sunset. And I was like, actually, this isn't that bad. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, you're killing me here, sister. You're killing me. As we sit in the drizzly grey. Yeah. Um, so I do think that it's not that hard, really. That's the thing. Like, I would find it so much harder doing what my brother's doing and getting on a train and going commuting for three hours to get to London in the drizzling rain and wearing a suit and... You know, I bought him these funny socks the other day from a company um, called Quiet Rebellion. And he's made these socks that are just like black and boring until the bottom of the ankle. And then on the bottom, you can have your Quiet Rebellion in your shoes at work, which have got crazy patterns on them. And I just think, I is that really it. like, I mean, it's hilarious as a, as a business, but I just think that's how these people like express themselves. So I just think it's, it's crazy. So yeah, I, I just really feel that we're all kind of pushed into boxes and not really knowing where we're supposed to be going, what we're supposed to be doing, and that's fine, but we don't have to be kind of just swept along with the masses. It gets you thinking, right? This is what we want to do. Start thinking about these things. These are options. That is the whole aim of these. Let's think about what we're doing and whether we're actually really enjoying it. It's just such an easy thing to fall into, especially at this age that Elizabeth was talking about, graduates, out of school. So yeah, excited to see how all of that develops for her and the cool graduate. Big, big fat thanks to Elizabeth for chatting to us this week. Uh, and thank you so much as ever for choosing to listen to us. There are so many podcasts out there and the fact that we are in your ears right now is just an absolute honour and a joy. If you like it and you fancy more of it, we've got loads online. Check out our website, passionpods.co.uk or you can find us on iTunes as well. You can subscribe to us on there like any good podcast uh, just type in passion pods and then you'll get each one each week brand new and in your podcast app next week's one's pretty bonkers I'm chatting to a founder of a magazine that is all about blogs so the magazine is an actual hard copy magazine but the whole content of it is about blogs not your average startup so same time next week Ooh.